Hey, Mama. So there are so many benefits to blogging. When done the right way, you can boost your website SEO and drive traffic to your website. So today on the podcast, I actually sit down with Michaela Taylor to talk about creating a blog for your online business. We dive into the many benefits of blogging and Michaela shares her expert tips on the do's and don'ts of blogging and breaks down what SEO is and the importance of it. And she shares so much more related to all things blogging. So a little bit about Michaela is that she is a wife, a mom, and an SEO copywriter and website strategist for women entrepreneurs. She has such a sweet spirit and was such a joy to talk to. She brought so much value in this episode with her knowledge on blogging and SEO. So let's get into this episode. Hey, Mama. Welcome to the Mama Turn Mompreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Singletary, a wife, mama of two, and former virtual assistant turned podcast strategist and producer. This is a podcast for the mama who is burnt out trying to build her business on social media. You're tired of putting in so much time and energy marketing your business on social media only to hear crickets and barely get any engagement on your posts. You don't have time to waste as a busy mama and you need an effective way to generate leads for your business. Well, mama, you're in the right place. On this podcast, I will be giving you the inside scoop on how to create a podcast that generates consistent leads for your business on autopilot, mixed in with some mompreneur hacks and tips for growing your business as a busy mama. So grab your coffee, your notebook and pen, put in those earbuds and let's dive in. All right. So today on the Mama Turn Mompreneur podcast, I am sitting down with Michaela Taylor and we are going to be talking all about blogging for your business. Now, Michaela is an expert when it comes to SEO and copywriting, but I will let her share a little bit more about that herself. So Michaela, welcome to the show. Please tell us about yourself, who you are, what you do, and about your family. Yes. Thank you so much, Andrea, for having me. I'm so excited to be here on your podcast. My name is Michaela Taylor. I'm an SEO copywriter and website strategist. I help women entrepreneurs and influencers grow their brands outside of social media with website copy optimized for search engines and sales. I'm also a wife and I'm a mom of a sweet little girl. She just turned 18 months and I feel like time is flying And I'm all about working smarter, not harder in my business, especially I uh, recently left my nine to five. So I was working nine to five and building a business and being a wife and a mom and maintaining a household. And that can be a lot. So SEO really allows me to work smarter and let my marketing efforts go further without having to do the most on social media all the time. Awesome. Um, and I loved how you share like how you've created a business that works for you and in your season of life. I think that's super important as a mompreneur. So kudos to you. Um, so let's just go in and dive into today's topic. So for those of us who don't know, what is a blog and what are the benefits of having one for your online business? 
Yes. So a blog, it literally stands for web log. And it's just a log of content that you share through your website. And really the benefits of businesses having a blog is that you're sharing that content on your website, which is a platform that you own 100%. You're paying for that domain, you're paying for the hosting, and that is yours to keep, right? Social media, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, you're all following their terms of service, their guidelines. And if they think that you aren't obeying those, they can shut your account down for any reason and at any time. So having a website and posting consistently on your blog really gives you that security policy that you have your content being shared in another place where you own it and your audience can continue to reach it no matter what's going on with the algorithm or on social media. So you just educated me on something because I did not know that what that was what blog actually stood for, weblog. So that is really cool. Super fun fact. Um, so thank you yes. for sharing that. And yeah, I agree with all of those benefits. Um, just even in general, having that to drive that traffic to your website and everything is so important. And so um, to kind of dive into that a little bit deeper, how can an online business owner incorporate a blog into their business? Definitely. So as online entrepreneurs, we are probably already sharing really awesome content on our channels. Maybe you have a podcast, maybe you have a YouTube channel or a Facebook group, an email list, Instagram. There's all these platforms out there and you're probably already connecting with your audience and sharing some really amazing content that's resonating with them there. So if you're ready to incorporate a blog in your business, start by just repurposing some of the content that you have that has performed well and translate that into a blog post. So if you have a podcast, use your show notes and put that into a blog. Same for a YouTube video, a reel that performed really well. Expand on the content that resonated in that caption or in that video and make it into a longer form blog post. Yeah, I um I love repurposing especially my podcast episodes and so I recently got back into blogging and everything and started repurposing like older podcast episodes into blog posts and I've already seen like so much growth cuz I I use WordPress and so I use Jetpack and I look at their stats and so they're showing me how people are finding these blog posts through Google searches and so like that like really is like, oh, wow. Like I wasn't expecting it, especially so quickly. Cause I, I want to say I just got started back with it January maybe, but to already see those benefits that people are literally searching these keywords, you know, in Google and that my blog is coming up. I thought that was really amazing. So definitely a lot of benefits of it. So I just mentioned the word keywords, and I know that not everyone in my audience may know what that is. So how about we jump into talking about like SEO and keywords? So what is SEO and why is it important for blogging? Yes, I totally love what you just shared. You are speaking my language with WordPress, Jetpack, analytics, keywords, all of the things. So SEO stands for Search Engine Optimization, 
and it's all about driving organic traffic to your website for free from search engines like Google. So this is really important for blogging because if you're using the right strategy, the right combination of keywords, having a really great user experience on your website, you're satisfying Google's algorithm and they will push out your content to search engine result pages so that people in your audience who may be looking for you, looking for the problem that you solve, trying to find an answer to their questions and not knowing you know, what that next step is, Your content is going to provide that answer. Your content is going to be the solution for those searchers. And so really SEO is just all about getting more traffic to your website, more eyes on your business so that you can grow and continue to serve others doing what you do best. Love that. Now, do you have any tips for like doing keyword research or making sure you're, you know, using the right words in your blog post so that way your blog is showing up on um, like the first page of Google and everything? Yes, definitely. So for your keywords, you really want to focus more on search phrases. So three to five word keywords, and especially as smaller, you know, solopreneurs, online businesses, small businesses, it's hard for us to be competitive against a keyword like, you know, a photographer, for example. It would be harder for you to rank for just generic photographer, no context versus searching for, you know, branding photographer in Atlanta or small business newborn photographer in Minnesota, maternity photographer, like getting more specific in your keywords really goes a long way in helping your audience find your content and also helping Google categorize your content. So when you're using those longer term, longer tail search engine phrases, that really helps get more eyes on your content because it's not going to be as competitive to rank for those keywords. So as a smaller business, smaller website, you will really be able to show off and show out in your content. Yeah, I will say that I've I've tested out both. So like the short tail keywords and the long tail. And I've found that the long tail ones tend to do better. And that's where I'm seeing more traffic on my website from. So that definitely does make a difference, especially in being super specific. So like, for me, I can't just use the keywords how to start a podcast because that's been there, that's Mm -hmm. done, you know, that is widely used, but I have to get even more specific you know, so how to start a podcast on a budget or something, you know, specific like Mm. that. So yeah, those are really great tips. Um, And kind of sticking with the topic of blogging, what would you say are some do's and don'ts of blogging as a business? Yes, let's start with the don'ts. Let's start with what not to do, because we just talked about keywords and adding great, high quality keywords to our content. But something that you don't want to do, and I actually saw someone ask this in a Facebook group, they said, hey, can I just copy and paste of just a paragraph of just keywords and add it to the end of my blog post and then make that text white so it just blends in with the background of my post and no one will see it and know that all those keywords were there. And everyone was flocking (laughs) to the comments like, no, please don't do that. Because even though your audience may not be able to see that you just stuffed all those keywords in that post, Google and their algorithm can definitely see that and they Mm -hmm. will ding you, they will flag you as spam. So that's just like a big blogging don't. (laughs) So on the do's of blogging, uh, we also have 
really just making helpful content for your audience. That's the simplest do for blogging, you know, providing value in the content that you're putting out, just really working on answering their questions, thinking about the questions that they would ask in Google and make sure you're fully answering those questions in your content. Okay. Those are really great tips. Um, yeah, I, I mean, that's never crossed my mind to kind of just stuff my blog with keywords. Um, so that was interesting that someone was actually thinking about doing that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I know one of the things that you help your clients with is generating income from their blog. So talk to us a little bit about that. Like, what does it look like? And what are some tips for generating income from your blog? Definitely. Yeah. So I do think blogging and generating income from your blog is definitely a blog game and you have to go into it being really strategic and goal oriented about like what the goals are for your blog and how you even want to make money from your blog. So thinking about, you know, if you're an influencer, you may have a lot of affiliate links that you're sharing on social media with your audience. So now when you think about putting that content on your blog, think about how you can monetize those blog posts with the affiliate links that you're already sharing on social media. Maybe you do product reviews, roundups, you know, featuring sales and those types of things. And similarly for service providers as well, as online entrepreneurs, we're using tons of different softwares and technology to run our businesses. And you can easily monetize your blog with affiliate links that way. Um, There are other ways to monetize your blog. Like when you hit a certain number of page views, you can start putting ads on your blog and apply to an ad network. You could just use like Google AdWords and immediately start monetizing your blog. But I mean, it's going to be like a couple of pennies. So Mm -hmm. is it really worth, you know, what you're putting in and setting up Google ads on your website when you could just wait until you get to 20K page views, 50K page views a month and apply to a big ad work? ad network, and then start making hundreds of dollars from your blog that way. Um, And then lastly, the third way to monetize your blog, I would say is through your own knowledge, your own expertise with digital downloads and products and your services. So maybe someone that comes to your blog, you know, they're looking for how to start a podcast on a budget. So maybe they're not ready to hire a podcast manager or work with you one-on-one and make that investment, but maybe they are ready to go to your blog and purchase a $25, $35 ebook from you about how you can start a podcast on your budget and DIY it that way. So I would say those are really the three main ways that you can monetize your blog. And just remember that this is a long game. You're going to continue working on your SEO so you can drive more traffic to your blog and then, of course, make more sales from those posts. Yeah. Um, So just to kind of touch on a couple of things. So I love that you brought up affiliate links. Um, I this year I got into that. So I like signed up for all the affiliates for like the different podcasting software that I use. And it's been so nice just getting that little PayPal payout (laughs) every month from those affiliate links. So I do actually have a page on my website where it's just called resources and it has those links to the different affiliates. And then it um, just a brief little explanation of 
what each software or program is and like how you can use it in your business. So that is a really great way um, to make extra money. Um, I know even too, like with Amazon, the Amazon affiliate, I use that especially for like um, recording software recommendations. So yeah, great way to bring in extra money. Um, And then I did have a question about ads. So I've even seen, but I've even heard from others that sometimes the ads can slow your website down. So do you have any tips for that? Or is it just something that you deal with with having ads on your website? Yes, that's a great question. Because the more technology that you're putting on your website, it does have the possibility of slowing your site down. And I think that's why it's really important to be strategic about when you're installing ads and the ad network that you are going and partnering with to install those ads on your website. So I know there are certain ad networks that are kind of known for maybe you only need 5K page views a month or 10K page views a month to be accepted into that network, but they are known for slowing your website down and using a lot of code that can be less user-friendly. So the two kind of most popular ad networks that I've seen success with and that I've seen people do well with um, and not having an impact, a detrimental impact on their user experience um, is She Media, which I love because they're also very inclusive and about highlighting and diversifying bloggers, especially with Black-owned businesses and things like that. And also Mediavine. And Mediavine, I would say, is like the gold standard big ad network where people are bringing in four to five figures a month from their blog ads alone. And they have a really great user experience. And I don't see too many people reporting um, that their website slowed down after going on Mediavine. But something else to know is like, your user experience when you do include ads on your website, you don't want to be including, you know, a pop-up ad on every page and three sidebar ads and a scrolling ad in the middle of the content. Like that's too many ads. (laughs) And that's going to one, slow down your site and two, like people are going to be closing out of your website. So just, yeah, like be strategic and don't do the most when it comes to the ads and your website should be okay. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. I've been one too, where I just immediately leave the website when I see there's like 50 million ads. I'm like, what are you doing? I can't even find what I'm looking for because there's so many ads. (laughs) Right. Yes. You're trying to scroll and find the recipe and it's just ad after ad after ad. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And I feel like those recipe websites are like notorious for all of the ads. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. So, um, I know we've already talked a little bit about like repurposing, you know, different content for your blogs, but what are some other tips for coming up with content for blog ideas? Yes. So so another tip I would say is to really research your competitors. And I know it can sound cringe and a lot of us like hate looking at the competition for just I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I'm like, I don't want to look at them. I'm just in my own lane doing my own thing. But it's actually really valuable to look at your competitors and see what they're doing, see what content that they're putting out that's really performing well, so that you can use that as inspiration and make it better. So we're not plagiarizing, of course, like 
We're putting out our own original content, but you can use that for ideas and really focus on like, okay, well, this seemed to really perform well for them. Or I see, I'm looking at my analytics. I see that they're ranking on the first page of Google, maybe they're number two, three, like, how can I take this outline and what they're talking about in this content and make it better for my audience, make it, you know, better, make it longer, be more descriptive in my headings have more images or maybe add a how-to video to the post, whatever that may be, so that then you can outrank your competitors and use their ideas to fuel your your blog. I love that. And yeah, I'm right there with you. I do not really like looking at my competitors, but it is something I've started doing um, this year. And it's been really helpful because like you said, you can look and see what they're doing and what's working well and kind of pull from that. And it's like, okay, how can I dive deeper into this topic? How can I, you know, change it so that it meets my audience's needs and everything. So it's an uncomfortable way of doing things, but super helpful. Yes, <laughs> yes I agree. Yeah. <laughs> So we are wrapping things up, but um, I do have one more question for you, or actually two more questions, but what are some practical tips for, okay, this mompreneur, she is ready to add a blog to her business, but isn't quite sure, like, okay, what, what should she start with? How often should she be blogging or anything like that? So what are some tips that you have for her in getting started and adding a blog to her business? Yes. Well, first, that's so exciting for any mompreneurs that are thinking about adding a blog to their business. The first thing I would want you to do is just really be intentional and set goals for actually why you're starting your blog. What is it about a blog? What is it about what you do or the content that you're sharing that makes you want to go deeper and provide content to your blog? Is it because you want to monetize and drive passive passive traffic to your affiliate links, to your offers? Is it because you want to reach new people from search engines? You know, think about what is your why for blogging and also think about like what is your why for business and how will your blog support your business goals? How will your blog help you get closer to, you know, achieving your big dream in business and using that? And so after you, you know, have your goals set, always keep those in mind because blogging is hard. It's not just like you write a blog post and it ranks on the first page of Google. It's going to take time. It's going to take strategy. You're going to learn from your analytics. You may have to change things, rewrite a blog post. So you really always need to have those goals in mind and really just be strategic, you know. Some people say you need to blog every single day to grow on Google. But if you're a mom with multiple kids at home, if you're working, if, you know, no matter how many kids at home you have or what you're doing, like it's going to be time consuming and you really just have to be realistic about what you can put into your blog. And so if that's only blogging once a week or even only blogging every other week, like that's doable for you and just stay consistent with that. And really, I just have to preach that you have to remember your goals when things get hard. Same for in business, right? We all have hard days and we probably have days where we're like, I'm just going to give up. I should have stayed at the nine to five or like, what was I thinking when I started this, and you're probably going to have some of those same thoughts with your blog, but you really just have to remember your goals and that you were meant to do this. You have a story to share a unique perspective and unique value to provide to your audience and just keep going, keep writing, keep blogging. 
Oh, I love that. Those are really great tips. And I really like that you started with keeping your goals in mind, but also being realistic with those goals. And that's very important in any aspect of your business, especially as a mom. So like for me, I have a 11 month old and a two year old. And at first I was trying to blog every week and I did it one month and then I fell off. And so I'm reevaluating my goals and looking at what can I realistically commit to so that way I can be consistent and stick with it. And one of the things I love to remind my audience is that this is just a season of life. It will not be this way forever. Eventually, our kids are going to get older and not be as dependent on us. And we will be able to do more in our business But starting with where you are right now and what you can realistically commit to is all you need to focus on. So, yes, I love that so much. That like warmed my soul, but also made me (laughs) sad because I'm like, oh, my baby, she's just going to be my baby forever. (laughs) Yeah, I know. They grow up so quickly. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So, what is your number one mompreneur hack? Let's see. So I've been thinking about this and I have to say my number one mompreneur hack, especially when it comes to blogging is AI, which is artificial intelligence. So if you're someone who's new to the AI space, I mean, there's so many different tools that you can use. The most popular one right now, I would say is chat GPT, which you can use for free. And you can use that for anything from like You can basically how it works is you type in, you know, a chat query like, hey, how are you? And it will respond like kind of like if you were talking to Siri, but you can do that for, you know, write me 10 blog post headlines about X topic. You could also do it for like, write me a meal plan, including chicken and vegetables for seven days for a family of three. So you can use it for both life and in business, but I personally find it to be more helpful with business and for helping me generate ideas for my blog. I love that you brought this up. So I was like super against it, like the chat, whatever it's called (laughs) when it first came out, (laughs) because I was just like, ah, it's just another tool that I have to learn. But I've been testing out the AI and um, some of like the software that I use. So like I use later for scheduling social media posts and they're mm-hmm. like slowly rolling out AI. And so they give you these credits to try it out. And so I used it to generate some captions and those captions performed really well. And it was really interesting, like the different options that it came up with. And I was like, oh, this is like really cool. Like I love how they put this together. So I'm starting to dabble in it, but it does help because I was able to get those captions done in like 30 seconds because I just changed yes. a word here and there just so it sounded a little bit more like of my voice. But I can see how that would be super beneficial, especially in writing your blogs because or like getting those ideas for your blogs and everything, because I think sometimes we get stuck on okay, how can I word this? Mm-hmm. How can I put this together? How can I come up with this catchy title? And, you know, you're sitting there 30, 45 minutes just staring at the computer screen. So I do see how it is beneficial, especially for us busy mompreneurs. So I'm trying not to be so anti-AI and learn about it more and start incorporating it in my business. (laughs) 
Yes. Yay. All the claps for using AI. <laughs> you have to work smarter, not harder, make mm-hmm. your life easier. And AI definitely helps you do all those things. Just don't copy and paste it and yeah. use the exact output for your blog post. Sprinkle it up a little bit. Add some razzle dazzle like you did and making it sound more like you. And you are golden. Yeah, yeah, that's super important because it, you can tell like it sounds super robotic. <laughs> so you definitely yes. <laughs> want to add your personality to it. But okay, tell my audience how they can connect with you and work with you. Yes, of course. So my name is Michaela Taylor and you can connect with me on my website, MichaelaTaylor.com. I also do like to hang out on social media. So you can hang out with me on Instagram and on TikTok at by Michaela Taylor. All right. Well, thank you so much, Michaela. This was such a good conversation. I learned a lot of things that I'm going to be incorporating into my blog. And I know my audience is going to benefit from this greatly too. Yes. Thank you so much, Andrea, for having me. It has been a pleasure. You're welcome. Mama, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to hang with me. If you enjoy this podcast, will you do me a favor and leave a review? Leaving a review ensures this podcast reaches other mamas just like you. All right, mama, I'll talk to you again soon.